Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, I'm blessed to be with you today. We are, we just finished 3 John, and so um, I just want you to look at the next page in your Bible, and that should be Jude. If it's not Jude, then you need to talk to me about the translation of the Bible that you're using. Uh, but it is Jude. Yud, um, that's how it would be pronounced in in Hebrew, we're going to be in verse 3 of Jude, and uh, we're just going to hit a couple of um, verses in this book over the next couple of days, all right? Let me pray for us. God, thank you so much for this book, and God is small, uh, like Third John and Second John, but it is mighty and powerful, and help us today as we read these words to really uh, be at peace and unified with our brothers and sisters in Jesus' name, amen. Well, Jude says this, by the way, I'm sure you know, Jude is or was the half-brother of Jesus. So they had the same mother, um, but they obviously had a different father. Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write, appealing that you contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. Now, we're just going to touch on the first half of this verse, and then we're going to handle the second half of it tomorrow. But, you know, Jude is, um, he's been moved, he's been compelled clearly by God um, to, the initial intent was to write a letter, letter talking about the commonalities that he had with his brothers and sisters in, in the faith. And um, so I would say he probably was stirred to write an encouraging letter. He was wanting to lift them up. He wanted to reinforce the, the koinonia, which is where the word common comes from, the koinonia or the fellowship or the oneness that, that they had. And remember, the early church was as diverse as the church is today. Um, of course, it started in Israel and it was comprised of uh, predominantly Jews, you know, that had received Jesus as their Messiah. But then it expanded, you know, and you had the work of God in Samaria, and you had uh, the day of Pentecost where people came from all over the known world. And many of those Jews, mostly Jews, of course, that received Christ, but then also, you know, some proselytes as well. And so very, very diverse, very diverse. There were uh, many poor people and there were some rich people. There were some educated people and there were many uneducated people. There were people who had believed in the monotheistic God of Judaism. And then on the other hand, there were people that had come from a very pagan polytheistic background. And, and so the initial piece of the desire on Jude's heart is just so good. You know, the common the common faith that we have, the common salvation that we have. We have all, even though we're so different, even though we have wildly diverse backgrounds, we've all been saved the same way. And the results of the salvation are the same for all of us. I think that that's really encouraging. And I think that we need to champion that in the body of Christ. I love that Jude, his initial intent in writing this letter was to champion that, you know, and to remind people, man, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, one God and Father who is over all and in all and through all 
and in you all, as Paul said, you know, that we have so much in common and the beauty of Christ isn't that we're all the same or we're all, you know, some, some, some cookie cutter image of one another, um, but that there's this extraordinary diversity in the church, ethnic, background, educational, financial, you know, I mean, just so many different things. We all look so different, and yet there is so much that binds us together. There's so much more for us to be united over than to be divided over. And you know, it is so easy to get caught up in the stream of division and focusing on issues of preference and opinion and allowing those things to create conflict and division within the church of God. You know, I don't know if God weeps in heaven, but I would say that that unnecessary division is something that the Father weeps over. You know, it, it just breaks his heart, I'm sure, to see how divided the church can be and how much mission drift occurs because we aren't united over the things that matter most. I want to encourage you today to, to walk in that unity, to remember the common salvation that we all have, the people that are as different from you as you can possibly imagine, right? This is the thing about the church. Um, I had a pastor say to me a couple of months ago, uh, and we were with other pastors, he said, yeah, you know, I mean, we all have, we all are, all of our friend groups are probably the same. They're all business owners and philosophers. And, you know, he was talking about people in high places of influence. And I'm like, man, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my friend group. I mean, I've got people like that in my friend group, but my friend group is so diverse, so radically diverse. And I'm thankful for that. You know, I feed off of that and I learn from it. And I pray that you do too. Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.